It's Tuesday, March 13, 2012. Fukushima, one year later. We believe that a Fukushima-type accident is very unlikely in this country. Room for improvement at U.S. nuclear plants. Wacky warm winter leads to a wacky wet spring. Fracking caused Ohio's earthquakes. Plus, I said this isn't climate science, this is political science. Rick Santorum, anti-science before anti-science was cool. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The dangers of carbon dioxide. Tell that to a plant how dangerous carbon dioxide is. And what about the dangers of water, Rick Santorum? Dare you to drink 10 gallons of it? I'll call the ambulance in advance. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, I hate to revisit this, but Republicans are forcing me to last week. The Senate narrowly turned down an amendment added by Republicans to the highway bill to require the president to approve the Keystone XL pipeline. Interestingly enough, just before that amendment, Republicans themselves turned down a Democratic amendment, which would have also required the president to build the Keystone pipeline, but it would have required it to have been built with U.S. steel and for all of the oil to be sold here in the U.S. And they didn't like it. It's almost like it's not really about American jobs. Once again, proving the myth that any of this oil will lower gas prices or that any of it is intended for this country brother. All right, what else do you have for us today? Well, the GOP is getting downright biblical. As you heard earlier, that was Rick Santorum at a campaign stop in Mississippi. Now, helping to spread the Santorum of anti-science hackery, in an interview with a Christian radio station, Senator James Inhofe, the ranking member of the Senate Environment Committee, quotes the Bible as his primary source of science data. My point is, God's still up there. And this is the arrogance of people who think that we, human beings, would be able to change what he is doing in the climate is, to me, outrageous. Very interesting information from Reverend Inhofe. I mean, Senator Inhofe. Yeah, these are the people who decide environmental rules and regulations. But extreme weather is getting downright biblical. While Europe and Asia have experienced one of the worst winters on record, this winter was the fourth warmest in the U.S., according to the National Weather Service, with new warm winter record temperatures falling throughout the country. On Monday, Boston broke a new record high of 71 degrees, 30 degrees above average. The warm Winter is also leading to an early spring, including incredibly intense rain in Louisiana. Going into your house, I need to get you to, to safety. It's supposed to get worse. In Louisiana, hundreds of people had to be evacuated after a record 20 inches of rain caused flash flooding in some areas. But in Australia, thousands of people have been evacuated. It's now seeing its second year in a row of record biblical flooding. A full 30% of counties in New South Wales have been declared flood disaster areas. But the long-term winter trend is also not good in the U.S. A new study by the American Meteorological Society shows that on the Great Lakes, over the last 40 years, average ice cover has declined over 70%. In energy news, fracking caused earthquakes in Ohio. Twelve earthquakes in and around the Youngstown, Ohio area over the last year were caused by wastewater disposal wells used in the controversial natural gas drilling technique of hydraulic fracturing. According to who? According to Ohio State and oil gas regulators. Communists. The fracking 
fracking industry injects millions of gallons of toxic wastewater under high pressure deep into these injection wells, which triggered the earthquakes. Ohio state oil and gas regulators simultaneously announced a series of tough new regulations. Finally, memorial services and anti-nuclear protests on Sunday in Japan. Marking the one-year anniversary of the triple disaster of the 9.0 earthquake and 40-foot tsunami that killed 20,000 people and triggered a nuclear accident at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. As reconstruction proceeds slowly, 100,000 people remain in temporary shelters, and all but two of Japan's nuclear power plants remain shut down, with anti-nuclear opposition remaining strong across the country. Here in the U.S., the Fukushima disaster triggered an emergency safety review of all U.S. plants over the last year, revealing great gaps in safety and emergency systems. There were five nuclear plant shutdowns in the U.S. last year alone, all due to natural disasters. In an interview with Platts Energy Week, Nuclear Regulatory Commission Chairman Gregory Yatsko says the NRC's five-year plan to address these gaps is behind schedule. Nobody wants to be dealing with the lessons learned from Fukushima in six years from now, seven years from now, eight years from now. This week, the NRC ordered three of the most urgent new recommendations to take effect immediately, giving the U.S. nuclear industry four years to comply. Oh, take your time. For more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. James Inhofe has the Bible and the oil industry. We have you. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. But you and